The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple area. He looked around at everything, and since it was already late, went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, he was hungry. Seeing from a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went over to see it, if he could find anything on it. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves. It was not the time for figs. And he said to it in reply, May no one ever eat of your fruit again. And his disciples heard it. They came to Jerusalem, and on entering the temple area, he began to drive out those selling and buying there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. He did not permit anyone to carry anything through the temple area. Then he taught them, saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples, but you have made it a den of thieves? The chief priests and the scribes came to hear of it and were seeking a way to put him to death. Yet they feared him because the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, they went out of the city. Early in the morning, as they were walking along, they saw the fig tree withered to its roots. Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. Jesus said to them in reply, Have faith in God. Amen, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it shall be done for him. Therefore I tell you, all that you ask for in prayer, believe that you will receive it, and it shall be yours. When you stand to pray, forgive anyone against whom you have a grievance, so that your heavenly Father may in turn forgive you your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. Uh, many years ago, I heard a homily um, on this passage, and in it, uh, the reference was made to what would it be like today if we continued with what happened in the temple, the uh, money changers and uh, people selling animals. And it, uh, I'll change it a little bit because we've, we've changed now a little bit, but with if it was continued on today, we might see ATM machines and Amazon delivery vans in the temple. The interesting thing about this is that they all were good ideas at the time. When the Israelites were exiled, uh, they were really all over. You know, they didn't live close to the temple. So they had a requirement to bring uh, sacrifices and the temple tax to the temple, and they were happy to do it. But just think about it. You're, you're a successful person, and, you've, and you want to make your sacrifice. You're happy, but you've got to take a, a lamb or a goat or a, a bull, and you have to travel a long distance. Uh, 
What if the animal dies? Uh, what if it's stolen? There's all kinds of things you have to start thinking about. It's, it's a long trip. Uh, where are you going to stay with this, this one animal? Um, so up rose entrepreneurs who said, well, we'll buy your animal here and you can buy another one when you get close to Jerusalem. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but then you find over the years that your Marriott doesn't allow animals by the Jerusalem, by the temple anymore. So you, you say, well, I've, I've got to get an animal the same day that I go to the temple. I can't get it outside. I've, I've got to now get it more immediately. So again, entrepreneurs seize the moment and you have more animal and money changing going on outside the temple. Makes sense. It's a, it's a good idea. It's very beneficial to the people. Um, over time, it gets more crowded, and gee, you have this space inside the temple, and so what starts to happen? You, you start to see these things inside the temple. It all makes sense. It's convenience. The point is that convenience has a cost, and we all know that, but convenience just draws us into uh, allowing ourselves to you know, have that. Um, I think one of the interesting things, I, I think about the things that I do that are convenient. I use my smartphone or I Google scripture. Um, what happens when I do that, or if I listen to the rosary while I'm driving, I've welcomed in interruption. I've said this time that I have isn't so special anymore that I've allowed in interruption. And it shouldn't be there, not with my relationship with Jesus. The other thing that uh, really strikes me when you think about convenience, it has a cost in that it takes up space. And we really learn that from what Jesus does here. The area that uh, the money changers and the people selling doves and the animals, this was in the area for the Gentiles. So the Jews were thinking, well, that's okay. It's just the Gentiles. We can put, we can put the people taking... So it took up space for the Gentiles. And Jesus wants us to reach everyone. So when we think about conveniences, they take up space and they block or limit our encounter with Jesus. Just like it did for the Gentiles. The Jews made a choice. It was more convenient to be able to buy the sacrifices in the temple, so they sacrificed the encounter that the Gentiles could have. The same way, the conveniences that we have, that sometimes we allow ourselves for the good things we're doing, we allow ourselves to be interrupted, and we allow ourselves to diminish the encounter that we can have. And I think that's at really at the heart when we look at the end of our gospel reading. Jesus is really saying this encounter, this deep faith, can move mountains. And the only way we can move mountains is when we don't sacrifice, we don't allow conveniences to replace 
the possible encounters and building of our faith. Let's stand and offer our petitions. Mm-mm. <clears throat>